X Factor, a slop fest in the woods and on paper. Check, check, check one, two, check. Is this thing on? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, welcome to the Hardcore Harvey Motorsports Quad Racing Podcast, Life Behind the Pros, a podcast dedicated to the majority of us guys and gals who are lining up behind the amazing riders and athletes who make up the pros. You know, us weekend warriors of cross-country racing. The show will feature everyday Joes, local race series promoters, and local race series that love cross-country quad racing. The Quad Racing Podcast, Life Behind the Pros, is ready to begin in... So, Dad, we had a lot happen this weekend. We had a slop fest in the X Factor in Indianapolis. We had a couple of upsets in the Fantasy League. We got some dominators. We got some disasters. And we got a couple races coming up this weekend. Yeah. Listen. We got a lot to talk about. So, let's just jump into it, man. The theme was, it's a mess. It was a mess. On paper and in the woods. Everywhere. Yeah. So, Congratulations. Fifth win for the 918. Yeah, and thank you. Big, a big milestone. Uh, your first top 50 placement. Yeah, in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. It was a great, great weekend. Did you get like a like a plaque or a commemorative certificate? No, just, just personal bragging rights. That's it. I'll make you one. Don't worry. <laughs> so for the X Factor, yeah. let's talk about the first mess, which was the weather, the terrain, the just what were your thoughts? It was just a mess. <laughs> so I'm sure your thoughts are a mess, aren't they? It was like, you know, it was the whole thing, like even leading up to getting ready to leave for the X Factor, you know, you kind of social media starts a lot blowing of, up, a lot, of hype. a lot of hype because, you know, you, you got people that now, you know, back in the day when I was racing, you got like up at like four in the morning and you drove to the races the same day of the race. Uh-huh. You raced and drove home. Uh-huh. Nowadays, there's people showing up Wednesday right. for a Saturday race. And you're always connected. So there's always going to Exa- be, there's going to be pregame. There's going to be the game yeah. and then there's going to be after. Yeah, so we're, we're not even, we haven't even left West Union, West Virginia. <laughs> and the, the, heat's on. the social media feeds are just blowing up going it's a mess. Yeah. You're going to be drugging with a bulldozer. There's nowhere to go. There's 10 feet of water. I mean, just like, so you're, we're seven hours away thinking, why are we even driving yeah. out here? <laughs> let's go back home. Exactly. Yeah. Let's just stay, keep it in a garage. Yeah. But you would have missed out. You would have missed out on your first, on your fifth win and yeah. your 50th, first 50th finish. First top 50. That, yeah. You know, weirdly, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm super excited to have won five in a row. So that's, that is for anybody who's raced any length of time in, in their life at all. They know how difficult that is. So mm-hmm. we're super thankful. Um, we know that we've had a lot of lucky breaks go our way. Everything's went well. The bikes ran well. Our prep's been good. Um, I've actually rode well. I haven't made I haven't made a tremendous amount of mistakes. I've been That's super, awesome. super clean, super smooth. Um, but yeah, like I'm probably more excited about the 43rd overall. Yeah, you really? Then your five. Yeah, because, I mean, wins? Just, just because. Listen, the afternoon race, like everybody in the afternoon race is good. Yeah, like it's. it's a, I mean, it's a tough. It's a yeah, tough. Like, category. and I'm not saying the guys in the morning race aren't good. That's not what I'm saying. But like the morning races, where like guys who just come out and like right. they it's don't casual. Have, they don't have a lot of experience. Right. Like they race in the morning, hmm. so the morning tends to be more of your your like your first time, your laid new, back, your new racers, yeah. and then there's definitely still fast guys. Shit, in shit there. gets real in the PM. Well. Yeah, those guys. Yeah, because those guys are racing for money. They're here for blood. They're here to. They're and, here to show up. Yeah. They, so exactly. So you're mixing it up with not not 
not personally mixing up with the pros, but they're out there on the track with you. Right. So you, <laughs> so you always know you're listening for mm-hmm. them coming. That that's a serious moment in a race too, because you don't want to mess up any anybody's no. day. Yeah. You know, and you so, got to get out of the way. When but yeah, coming. so so to to finish in the top fifty. 43rd overall for you weren't getting out of anybody's way they were getting in your way top 50 yeah, well <laughs> you're like ring, 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 get the out of my way yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe a couple times <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a little bit so speaking of that though like i don't even i wish i had a, a name that i could give a shout out and a thank you to because oh you're random good samaritan like, dude in, saved your ass yeah like in the middle of the race like i came down this line it's a hard off camber turn to the right it was rutted out and I made, I didn't actually make a bad line choice. I didn't realize that the line choice I made, that there was another racer in front of me who got hung up. Right. So when I came around the turn blind, there he was. Well, when the ruts are a foot and a half deep, you don't just get out of them. Right. Like, it's not like you can just like, Oh, let me go left here. (laughs) No, no. Like you're stuck. Yeah. So then I got high centered because the ruts are so deep. So like, I'm really like sitting there thinking I'm screwed. Yeah. Like yeah. good night. I'm running good. I'm out front. I'm leading again. I'm thinking, no way. This yeah. is not going to be how this is the last thing I, this needed. is not going to be how the streak ends. It's right. stuck in a rut. <laughs> literally, <laughs> yeah, literally, literally stuck in yeah. a rut. <laughs> so out of nowhere, this guy jumps off his bike. Not the guy that's stuck. Even this other guy who's down below me to the left. And he had a line. He could kept going. He jumped off his bike, ran up and, the three of us shoved my bike backwards out of the, out of that particular rut. So I could get out, get in a new line. Right. So whoever, man, whoever that was out there, man, we, I greatly appreciate you taking a moment out of your race to, to help another racer. So again, we've all, we've all done things like that. So if you get a chance on the, on the racetrack to pay it forward to somebody who, who's having trouble, just remember it's not too far down the road that it's <laughs> going to be you stuck and you always want somebody right. willing to help. So whoever you were out there, man, we greatly appreciate that. I, I think that really reflects the the camaraderie and the good sportsmanship that really just surrounds the GNCC races. Like it's just everybody's tight knit. They're here to help you. They're they're serious about their race, but they know when it's time to lend a helping hand. Yeah, and you know, like everybody says that it's not like that everywhere. No, like, like you know, other, other sports, like or other anywhere. sports, or even other even. And I'm, and I'm not again not criticizing anyone, no, but I've even no. been told that like the motorcycle races on Sunday. It's not like that. Oh, really? Like it's even not, within it, the same? Yeah, like even within the same race series, like there's something about Saturday quad racing that huh. it's just the, the friendships and the family's atmosphere, help everybody out, do whatever you can so everybody has a good day. It's just like, it's just bigger. Yeah, we need that more in all sports, really. If we could just spread that around, that would be fantastic. Absolutely. So like, okay, so we got off track there a little bit. So we're not even there yet. No, yeah. I mean, we, so- we, have to, we have lots to talk about, so we're going to get <laughs> sidetracked. But we got to talk about the start. The catastrophe that was the the kickoff, man. Like, so th- tell me about it. Okay, so before the start, we get there Friday. Okay. So race is sad. We get there Friday. And we're being told through social media and through guys messaging us that you're not allowed off the grass. You're not allowed off the gravel. So they they put in gravel roads. The ground's going to suck you up. Yeah. So first of all, <laughs> want to say huge, we got to give huge props to not only GNCC, but also the owner and the, uh, the property owner at X Factor because mm-hmm. they put in gravel roads everywhere. And the idea was that everybody was going to po- park nose to tail uh-huh. on a gravel road. So that way nobody got hung up. Right. So, well, you know, leave it to us. Yeah. I'm sure that worked out perfectly. No, everybody else was fine. Everybody else was fine. Oh, it was you. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, 
anybody who knows anybody who knows Adam McGill the Gator knows that you know he's never he's sometimes he's just not satisfied with you know the situation presented to him and he always wants to like do something else so like they told us where they'd like us to park he's like ah oh, hell no no he didn't want to park there he didn't want to park there so he's like mustache give her hell going down around the left side oh, there oh man so as soon as we pulled out of line that big ass RV started sinking in the mud oh man yeah so we're not even to where we want to park and we are sitting dead in the water mustache get the sand get the sand yeah no so so yeah so we try to find somebody to go get one of the bulldozers to pull us out oh man so you know everybody's busy it's not like they got time right. just to like hey and you guys are being hey, a pain in the these ass these two knuckleheads over here decided <laughs> not to park where we wanted to and park where they wanted to and they're hung up so it was like i was like a good hour right so finally we get pulled we get down to where we're supposed to be and we're fortunately or unfortunately we're parked right beside the start so you actually can sit in the rv and see the start line yeah and it's raining <laughs> and then it's raining and then it still, it it's still, it's still raining. Yeah. So Indiana's kind of flat. Of course, you know, yeah. I lived there for a while. You visited me out there all the time. Uh-huh. And you look out across this field, and it's just holding water. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Right. And, and in some situations, like the gravel roads, were, which were great, but they also then became berms <laughs> for the water. <laughs> oh, no. You kept it all in. <laughs> Got to yeah. So it was, I think it was Friday afternoon. We got settled in, and then... You know, in an effort to create a starting situation where guys could actually get out on the track and get started, GNCC decided to bulldoze the top layer of like topsoil uh-huh. that was saturated, trying to off the track. Right. That's a good idea. I mean, I, I get it, but digging that, your digging your pool deeper. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. And I don't think anybody realized how deep, like the farmer or the the property owner of X Factor had just planted his entire property. Like, uh huh probably six or eight weeks prior and of course all the grass is just coming up and it's of course it's a deer farm so they're raising deer right and i mean he just kept plowing up dirt and it just kept being <laughs> it, kept it just coming and it, coming. It, it just and it just kept being mud and right. mud so basically then we created this 15 20 foot wide you took a trench of mud you made a big old slip and slide basically full of mud <laughs> yeah 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 so we get up saturday morning to go over to to watch the youth start and we're like looking at each other going i don't even know if these kids can get moving right <laughs> like let alone race like how are they going to get moving half their bike will be in the in the mud yeah so there was a couple there was a couple dads i talked to after the youth race that their kids on the uh, on the smaller uh bikes they're belt driven uh-huh. a couple of them burn up their belts getting from their pit to the start line <laughs> Yeah, so so, so, there, so there was dads over there putting new belts on on oh the start line in the mud. You could see the winner. He just made it 100 yards and nobody else beat right. him. So that one, would be the winner. <laughs> at one point, I turned, to, I turned to Mustache and I said, hey, I said, I think they ought to just give the trophy to whoever makes it to right, the first yeah. turn because I'm not sure they're going anywhere <laughs> else. So, yeah, so, it, you know, the youth race and it just it started raining again. Wouldn't let up, man. They knew yeah, you like, coming. So originally the forecast was for it to rain Thursday, a little bit Friday, and then kind of quit. And it just kind of kept raining. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple times Friday night in the RV, you could just hear it pouring down on the top of the RV. And then Saturday morning, we thought, okay, maybe it'll clear up. Get the wind blown a little bit. It'll dry up a tad. No. Nope. We get up. As soon yep. as, it's like as soon as the kids went over to start racing, it started raining again. It wasn't like downpouring, but it was just 
It's enough to keep it wet and muddy and steady terrible. rain when the ground's already saturated. It's, it's, over. it's a mess. So, yeah. so the kids get through their race. The morning guys go over, and we went over and videoed some of the the morning race on the start. And there was guys throwing mud rooster tails thirty <laughs> feet in the air. You couldn't hardly see them. Like in the first turn, they were completely already brown. Like they went like <laughs> they went like a hundred yards, yeah. and you couldn't tell who was who. There should, there should be another like hole shot, except it's for rooster tails. Yeah. You never could throw the highest no, rooster tail. Yeah, exactly. So like I'm telling you all this to get to the start disaster yeah we haven't for, even got to the for, start yeah. uh, in the afternoon for so we get there ironically it does quit raining <laughs> so i pull out of the race trailer of course you know everybody takes their bikes they're super clean and nobody really wants to unload them <laughs> because you're unloaded into absolute disaster this would have been a great place to have an all clean setup an all clean yeah no, ex- uh, uh what do you call it stand pop-up yeah tent. exactly you're exactly <laughs> that's exactly right so i get out of the trailer drive over and like it's like it's an effort to get to the start line. Right. Like I'm spinning, <laughs> just trying to get across the flat field. You're to thinking, get, oh get, shit! Yeah, I'm Here thinking. I'm thinking, man, how are we gonna go anywhere? <laughs> so, the, fortunately though, we knew that 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 portion of the track you were only going to start there. Like after the race started, right. they were going to cut that field out right. because it was just so bad. That it would <laughs> you yeah. could it would be over. Yeah. So everybody anyway, so, make it so one or two laps. So everybody takes off. Um, guys in the classes ahead of you, you can just see them doing everything they can to get through the first couple turns. So here comes our line. I'm ready to go. Flag waves, bike fires instantly. Of course, normally if the mustache is working on your bike, yeah, it's going to start, start. It's going to start instantly. So it fires instantly. And I drop the clutch and I start going. I'm thinking, sweet, I'm going to get another whole shot. I'm going to get ahead of everybody and I'm not going to eat all this mud. <laughs> I get about 20 yards and the bike literally just feels like it sinks and oh, stops man. like i'm sitting there not even hardly moving <laughs> oh my gosh so i went from i went from like leading like the first yeah 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 no 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 yeah, no egg, no no in my <laughs> yeah. literally <laughs> yeah there might have been some choice words going oh. you got to be freaking kidding me <laughs> this is where my race ends almost yeah. <laughs> i can see the so start <laughs> by the first turn i'm last oh man like I could, I couldn't get the bike to go. Like, did it, everybody else get across that little section? Okay, or well, they, they they did, but I don't know whether I happened to pick a line that was just softer. For right. I, I don't know. Anyway, just bad luck. So we get into the second turn, and I'm dead last. Third turn, I'm dead last. Fourth turn, I got around one guy, so I'm <laughs> next to last as we get out into the field. So fortunately, it clears up, and once you get closer to the woods, it starts tacking up a little bit. It's right. not quite as muddy. So, yeah, the the start was a disaster. Right, you and from lap one you had you had the pack all in front of you except for that one guy you got around the in the fourth fourth turn and you were fighting 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 all through the first lap. So yeah, so the first lap I just kind of put my head down and said, you know what, it's going to be a mess all day, and you got to tell yourself in these kind of races, which I mean, my advice to other guys who who you know come up and say, hey, what do you think about today or kids or whatever, is you got to finish a slop fest to even have a chance to win. So the number one factor is to keep moving. Right. So just, I just kept thinking it's two hours race. It's a mess out here. Anybody else can get hung up super easy. Every, and all you have to do is finish. Everybody's going to make a mistake. Right. Everybody's going to take a bad line. And so I wasn't trying to get it all back, you know, instantly. I just pick good lines, keep moving. And, you know, partway through the partway through lap one, uh, once we got into the woods, the woods actually weren't bad. Like yeah. it wasn't as bad except, you know, of course, the ruts. Right. 
Um, so I started picking guys off in lap one, finally caught up to, uh, I think at the time, I think Jason Lemley was leading early in lap one. He jumped out. He had a great start. I don't know how he did it, but he apparently his bike didn't, didn't have any trouble. <laughs> so he got going good. A couple other guys got out going, running pretty well. And so I knew that I, I knew the pace was good because I started seeing them. So I could see them in the woods ahead of me. Right. And then I knew I was getting closer and closer and closer. Um, and then I made it actually, uh, picked a couple really good lines in lap one that, you know, again, a little bit risky because in lap one, you haven't seen the track yet. Right. So, they look like better lines. I thought I could, I mean, I thought I could make the pass. I thought I could beat them to the next point, uh-huh. but you're just not sure. Yeah. So I took those, both of them worked out, uh, ended up getting to the front there in lap one when it came through. So then once I got into the lead, then you start thinking, okay, I got to preserve. I got to stay. Right. I just got to be smart. Got to be you, smart. That's when you got to cut down on the risks and just stay on the track. Exactly. So you start looking for the driest lines possible. You start right. looking for the cleanest lines, the, shallowest ruts right because you know the the problem is is with that race you got a bunch of guys some guys are running bigger tires some guys are running smaller tires right and i just ran my regular size tires yeah so that means guys are running deeper tires you know they stay in contact with the ground better than yeah than <laughs> regular tires yeah. yeah so there's a lot of leaning there's a lot of sliding around on the quad to keep at least one of your rear tires right. digging the the track actually improved as the as the race went on, but those ruts, man, they once they're dug in there, they are in there for sure. Yeah, like that's crazy. Like partway through, got one lap two, all of a sudden, like it kind of dawned on me. Like I was so focused on the mud, I wasn't really paying attention to the weather. Right. And then, like I don't know what just like dawned on me. Like, dude, the sun's out. Right. Like what <laughs> what is going on? Like <laughs> all of a sudden, the sun's out. Well, two things happen when the sun comes out in a muddy race. If it's, if it's super hot, then it starts, the mud starts kind of baking on you. Right. And so then starts turning you to stone and it's super heavy. Right. Like once it kind of bakes on you, it doesn't fall off as easily. Yeah. So whatever weight you're dragging around, you're dragging around the whole time. Um, but yeah, like you, like you said, the ruts, like, yeah, it didn't get any worse, but they were, they were there. They they were already there. Yeah. Once the damage is done. I mean, and there was a lot of, like, there was a lot of off camber, off camber rut kind of deals in the, at the X factor where you, when you made turns, like, you know, the off camera was, was kind of working away from you. So the bike was wanting to push away from you as you were trying to navigate the rut too. Yeah. And so momentum was huge. Like guys who didn't hit stuff with any speed had all kind of trouble. Right. They like, just started spinning. Like you just kind of had to go for it mm-hmm. and try to keep the bike between the trees and between the ruts. Right. There was times that like, it was like, this is this is going to be iffy (laughs) yeah but again that's like i said we've just had a tremendous amount of good fortune we've had a lot of good luck where we haven't when those things could have gone wrong right they haven't so i I, attribute a lot of that to our success is we just have had everything kind of fall into place yep sometimes i mean it's it's your time man i think you deserve it after the much as work you put into this thing you think you deserve a little luck here and there well i appreciate that man thank you thank you (laughs) see you're welcome (laughs) um so i think that's it for the race I think we got to we got to talk about some uh, some upsets on the paper. Yeah. So, right. We, so we had a ton of people that showed up and just crushed it, and we had some some old timers that really just bit the bullet, man, and just had no luck. Yeah. So like the fantasy was kind of like all over the place. Yeah. It was a disaster. It was a dirt disaster it, in and like, of itself. The, the fantasy round itself was a disaster because you know, first of all, you and I. We're almost, we were, we were almost dead last. Yeah. In the whole fantasy round, like right. everybody who, everybody who submitted picks 
did better than us, but one person. Right. We were we were uh, ninth we, and eighth. We were our own, we were our own dirt, dirt disasters. <laughs> we were, um, but I think, but in in college B is where we where we really screwed up, man. Uh, you picked uh, Keegan Walker. He got tenth. Yeah. I I picked uh, Grayson Eeler, who's been running great all season. He got twelfth. And we, they just both, two really great racers, just had a terrible time at the X Factor. I just think a lot of the terrain and the shakeup and the, the weather just really just got in their heads. Yeah, like, thank goodness. Like, I went one good pick yeah. in college <laughs> kept, B. Kept you in it, yeah. man. Dalton Keys, man. Appreciate you, Saved brother. Saved your life. Yeah, appreciate you, there. 14 points. Yeah, I got that. That's, and that was about, that was the highlight. And I, I, think, I think a lot of shakeup happened in the uh, guest picks or our uh, audience picks. Is because in Vet A there was a lot of discrepancy. Everybody wanted Jeffrey Pickens to win. Yeah, it was and like wait, nobody wanted to pick with the numbers. It was like he was just like the fan favorite. He was to the put fan it favorite. on the center of the box. Like I think people listen. I think the last podcast. I think I told you the reason I picked him was he, I felt like it was his time. It was his time because like like I said. He's been working with his wife, Tracy, on her program. Yep. He's been working with his son, JP, on his his racing, starting his racing career. Right. And I felt like there had been enough races now that he had some time to focus on himself. Apparently not. He needed a little more time because yeah, he was so, still second place. Yeah. So apparently Kevin Yoho didn't like my comments because he <laughs> he put it he put it back in the center of the box again. Right, man. He put it to you. I think that was a nine-point swing in my favor, which really kept me in it. And I ended up with a 35 points. And how many points did you end up with this week? 33. 33. Yeah. It was a close battle, ladies and gentlemen. But the <laughs> numbers have prevailed in week two of the Fantasy League, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my I would God. Like, I would like to thank... <laughs> I would like to thank All Clean for keeping my numbers clean as could, clean as could be. I'd like to thank... Um, oh, you better thank a calculator. Because... <laughs> You're all you're pecking away on calculator, looking uh, at your stats. Yeah, man. I'd like to thank uh, what's the goggles? Nine two uh, nine, nine two, two goggles, goggles for making my vision clear as could be. <laughs> wow, man, but, you just turned this into an infomercial. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is not even supposed to be a commercial. I segment. know, man. But hey, one for one, you've got the first week. I've got the second week. That is true. I'm excited to see what happens so, in this in the third week. Well, let me ask you a question on this. Because, Go ahead. Like, are we doing? Running total points? Or are oh, we doing it by rounds? No, uh, because we, running I, total points, I still would have the you, lead. You would, you would, but I think we. I mean, it's got to oh. be by rounds. Oh, so you don't want to do it every that week? Way. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> I understand why not. Because you're eventually we're going to switch to the live stream, and then you're going to be ahead. Because when I'm going to shine is the later game. Is when I have all the numbers and the most data. Yeah. So you're going to crush me in the well, beginning. Well, listen, I think you already proved that a little bit because you added one more round to your stat analysis, whatever right, that, right, yeah. whatever that crap is you're doing <laughs> over there. When you're like, folks, I wish you could. In fact, when we go live, you're gonna, I'm going to start making him show his papers to the camera. Yeah. Because like he's got crap written down everywhere. Like it's, just, I don't even know what it's supposed to mean. Yeah. He's like arrows and numbers, and he's got highlights and like. Listen, I'm sorry that my. My strategy is too complex for you to understand. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't have any idea what you're doing over there. But hey, but it worked out week two, 35 points. So congratulations thank on you, round two you. victory. I love when it's close, though. I don't like because you blew me out of the water last <laughs> week, obviously. And it, Truth. I, yeah, it, it was it was bloody. I like when it's close. <laughs> two points, that's a good game right there. Yeah, so I really feel like the number one thing that 
everybody this round. Women's. Was the amateur women's class. It was a hot mess. Like, barely anybody got points. I think only one person guessed Jessica Eloff to be in second in place. And yeah. that's the only place I got my points. I didn't say she was going to be second, but I got five points for her being on the podium. Yeah, so I scored a big fat zero. Man, a, a lot of our audience scored zero. I yeah. think only one or two got so like, points. To me, everybody was consistent. In the 35 plus C. Yeah. And the college B were fairly consistent points. The big X factors were women's, amateur, and vet A. And I think one guy busted up a lot of brackets in 35 plus C, and that was Kenneth Rich. He yeah. crushed it. I didn't, yeah. nobody picked no, him. Nobody picked him. And I so, think one guy, the guy that won our, oh, that's right. our he, competition. He picked he, him third. He picked he, him, so he got five yeah, points. Yeah, he got the five point swing. Yeah. And he crushed everybody else. How many points did he have total? Who was our winner for this week? So, okay, before we get to the winner, okay, sorry, before, sorry, we get, sorry. before we get to yeah, the go, winner. Go, go. So, yeah, like, so in Vet A, there was like the heartstrings were out for Jeff Pickens. <laughs> yeah, they really I mean, seriously, it. like everybody. I, so, Jeff, if you happen to listen to this or somebody knows him that listens to this podcast, make sure he knows. He's that, got an audience that behind that him. In the fantasy league, he was super popular. Yeah, they, the people love an underdog story, man, and they wanted Kevin Yoho out think, of that spot. I, I don't think they think he's an underdog. I think he, I think they think he's coming. I don't. I don't think so. He's been second place five times in a row now. Yeah, I know. I, if that's I, I, not underdog, I know. I know. He's got. He's got a giant to beat. Well, plus though, you take a race like the X Factor where anything can happen. Right. So I mean, to me, hats off to Kevin Yoho. Right. He. I mean, he put in a great ride because, listen, that was slippery conditions. Yeah. And one wrong move can put you from first to last. I think that definitely played a factor in how wildly inconsistent everybody was this race specifically because we had i don't think any of our top women were on the podium this week like um no michaela hayes she came close she was in fifth place but i, I think she's first in points she is points so, leader points leader um just really they came out of nowhere left field destroyed everybody's brackets yeah, so you know, hats off to Paige Berryman. We're going to oh, absolutely. We're going to talk about her as a dirt dominator, but she came out of nowhere. Right, I nowhere on my radar, nowhere right. on your radar. It was, it, yeah, and it was kind of cool because I've been kind of watching the social media afterwards. They've uh -huh. been, of course, you know, super happy for her, but you know, been they've been blowing that up about you know. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. So she got her first win. She's all smiles on social media. That's awesome, man. So yeah, so let's talk about our winners. They almost doubled our points. So first of all, we'd like to thank it. We had 10 entries this time. Yes. So we're super happy. You know, first time I think we had five entries. So we've doubled our entries. Um, and they doubled our points. They, <laughs> they <laughs> crushed right. us. So you and I stink. <laughs> yeah. But so we want to definitely take a quick moment and thank the, the folks who are getting on board with us for the fantasy stuff. Um, want to thank um, RG Honda, yep. who gave us our prizes for our first and second round. I want to thank Larry Mills at DP Breaks for giving us. He sent us a great care package, bunch of hats, bunch of stickers. Um, we're going to give away some all clean this week as as part of our, our prize package as well. But super excited to continue to work with those companies, but also been talking with Jason and the 9-2 crew mm -hmm. for 9-2 Goggles. Oh, I'm excited about this. And Tell listen, they are, they're on board. Uh, they want to get involved with the Fantasy League. Uh, talk to Jason a little bit after the race. Of course, I'm you know, very thankful for how much they've promoted our race season so far through the nine two social media stuff. So Jason, thank you guys for that. But they're actually, I think they're going to come on board and possibly actually for the next round, put up a set of goggles. 
Big prize, hundred dollar so, goggles yeah, for first so, place. So that's an op. That's possibly coming down the pike too. So um, you know, we need to. We'd like to get more people involved in the fantasy league. Um, so it, it's super fun. It's not hard. You yeah. just got to take a few minutes. Send us some names in the order you think they're going to uh, finish, and then Sile, uh, uh, the stat man, and I, <laughs> we uh, we add up the points and uh, give everybody their their rank for the week. But yeah, so that's coming up. So yeah, so it's really going well. I, I I've heard a lot of people talk about it, even though. Some folks haven't sent in entries. It, their people are buzzing about it. Right. So I think that's the first step. Yep. Get people interested. So and I feel like this big prize is going to pull a lot of people in. $100 goggles. Yeah. We're, we're, w- once we get them, we're going to yeah. make a post about them with the, ro- with the roster. Absolutely. Once we, so uh, nine two ro- 9-2 roll-offs. So those are, those are huge. All right. So before we get into round two, real quick, want to just remind everyone, our round one winner was Derek Davis. Uh, in round one fantasy and uh, Derek and I have had a little trouble hooking up to give him his prize. So we've agreed that we're going to uh, try John Penton to, okay. <laughs> at the next round of GNCC. So Derek, please come see me. I got your uh, RG Honda shirt uh, for your prize. Now we're going to give away three prizes yeah, for round since, two. Since we had an abundance of uh, yeah. prizes, we're so going to do a first, second, and third. Yeah, so that's fun. Yeah. We get the increase. So, all right. So we had again, 10 entries and are in our top five. Now, are you, we won't count ourselves in the top five. No, because we're in the bottom. It don't matter. <laughs> we were, we were oh, eighth, yeah. eighth never, and ninth. <laughs> yeah, never, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, so our first place winner for the week is actually someone you and I know. So, um, hey, we're we're a little surprised because she doesn't know a whole lot about quad racing, but she had great picks. Oh my god! I know, I know, you're thrilled. Just like every brother <sighs> is super happy, but it's actually his sister and my daughter, uh, Shari Morrison, had fifty six points that's that's a that's a that's a new record that's a new record and it's a it's a deep cut <laughs> i'm not super thrilled about it that she almost doubled my points yeah it's painful my so, analytics and she's just like yeah eh, whatever so well done shari so shari well so shari uh, actually we're gonna give away for first place we're gonna give away a gallon of all clean um which so obviously if you haven't tried all clean get folks this is not a commercial but man you got to try it so hit me up for a sample uh, it's the best bike cleaner i've ever used i've heard it cleans everything. It is, that, is that clear. true? It does clear. <laughs> it's, nice. on the, it's more on the street. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, in second place is uh, someone who actually is from around West Union here is Sam Spinagle. So he's our second place winner with 45 points. I think we got a pretty kick-ass hat for him, don't we? We got, uh, we got a DP racing hat as, as well as a DP racing sticker for second place. Awesome. So uh, Larry kind of sent us a larger like trailer decal for either yeah, year. Yeah, the thing's badass. It's pretty cool. And in third place, we've got David Rudder with 43 points. So third place is going to be our second RG Honda t-shirt. Right. So that'll be the uh, last of our RG Honda t-shirts. Again, thank you guys for being involved. Uh, so yeah, top three. I want to give a shout out to Jess Lemley. She was a close fourth yeah. with 40 points. Yes. And rounding out our top five, Scott Yadis. Nice. So anyway, so yeah, so congrats, guys. Appreciate everybody participating yeah. in round two of Fantasy. I know that coming up, uh, coming up, we're going to be actually selecting our round three fantasy. Stuff. Right, we'll do that next episode. Next episode, that's right. correct. Okay, so Clay, what do we got next? We got some. We got some disasters. We got to talk about. We got some dominators. We got to talk about. Uh, so, do you want to? We want to start with the uh, dominators. You want to do AM or PM? Um, well, let's start with AM because that's kind of how the race day goes. Okay, sounds good. All right, so for dirt dominators, basically we're looking at uh, to give a shout out to folks who earned their first win or, or three consecutive or wins. three in a row 
or some other special factor that just kind of makes them jump off the page. Right. So in the morning, uh, in the four before lights class, want to give a shout out to Ron Varndell. It's his second win. But the reason I'm highlighting him is because from the lights class starts way in the back in the morning. So like ninth or 10th row. Okay. And he rode to an eighth overall finish. Nice. So he came clear to the Crushed front. It. Yeah. He, he ran well. So he was a dirt dominator this week. Um, in the uh, Masters, uh, in the 50-plus Masters class, we've got uh, Kenny Hawkins with his first win. Congratulations. So, so congrats to him. We already talked about Paige Berryman, her first win in the Women's uh, Amateur ATV. Sponsored uh, Bracket Buster of the Week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she blew it up for she sure. Um, we also had the schoolboy, uh, in the Schoolboy Junior class, we've got uh, four in a row there. And in uh, 19 plus C, we've got uh, Bailey uh, Defick with their first win. 30 plus C, we got Ben Dunlap with their first win. And 35 plus C, also a little bracket buster, was Kenneth Rich. Yes, he was. So yes, what do you got? In the, what do you got in the afternoon? Our afternoon, we got uh, College A. We got Brandon Owens with his first win. Uh, Junior A, JD Brown, first win. Vet A, Kevin Yoho. Five in a row and giving me those delicious 14 points. <laughs> Senior A, Brian Shaw, three in a row. Uh, Junior B, Josh Adams, first, first after a DNF last race. Oh, nice. So that was congratulations to Josh. Um, Vet B, Corey Treblecock, first, first. And in Senior B, we have a five in a row. The 918, <laughs> Jeff Harvey. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations, Mr. Harvey. Hey, thanks, man. It feels good to be a dirt dominator. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go to, uh, unfortunately, with uh, dominators, there's also uh, races that don't go yep. well. And those Where are, there are winners, there are losers. Yes, and those are our dirt disasters. So we tried to pick for our dirt disasters some, something unique as to what we might have thought that someone would have had a, a less than stellar day right. or something that's unusual. So they, let's say they've been finishing in the top three, and all of a sudden they finished like 14th. Yeah. So you, obviously something went wrong. Have a little trouble and they need a little motivation. We'll put them on blast and hopefully give them it, that little extra boost they need to get into the podium yeah, so next time. Yes. Yeah, so all you disasters this time, we're expecting you to be dominators come John Penton. Right. So in the morning, our, our dirt disasters, a former rider spotlight. Yes. I heard she had a tough, tough go of it with, uh, with a tree. Erica Burke Kemper Fisher. In four before C. So listen, if you haven't seen this on Facebook, you gotta you gotta look this up. So there was a guy that was behind her. He was GoPro. Mm -hmm. He was video, and as he caught up to her, it shows her literally absolutely smoking a tree, like full <laughs> throttle. Not only does she hit the tree, but then the tree falls down, knocks it over. Like you can see in the video, the tree is like timber, <laughs> like it's falling down out of the air. I'd, I'd like to think that. She just wanted to make her own podium. So she just went and knocked over yeah, a tree. Well, listen, maybe she was tired of being a dominator and decided, hey, I want a shot at being a <laughs> <Yeah>. disaster. <laughs> so, true. Erica, we're, listen, we're super glad you're okay. And, man, what a video that was. That was spectacular. I've never, I've never seen a tree actually fall after being hit by a four-wheeler. I didn't know it was caught on GoPro. I'll have to look it up later. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So, I mean, not awesome, but 
It's it was it, listen. If you're going to be a disaster, that was a cool yeah, one. Yeah, that was a way to do yeah. it. <laughs> All right. So also then in uh, Schoolboy Senior, uh, we've got Chance Hickey, and we selected him as a dirt disaster because he's had back to back DNFs. Yeah. And I know that he is. He's super fast. He's quick. So he's having some trouble there with his program right now. But I know I know that his dad. He's a, he works hard. I, I look for them to be a dominator here for long. But if you're going if you're going to get a DNF, I think. The X factor is not a bad one to get a DNF in because the terrain That's was true. bad. It's yeah. you, it won't get in your head that much. You're like X factor, throw it out. Right, easy. Yep, hot mess disaster. Hot mess express. <laughs> <laughs> good one. That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I'm sure I, I stole mean, it from someone. Not only you're like not only the stat man, but you're also like a lyricist. Over right. There. Like yeah. <laughs> now that you put, you, now that you put me on the spot, I can't think of anything. Right, so I was now, gonna I was gonna bust it out. I was like, you I got, got nothing. What's your nothing. What's your disaster? So PM and disaster. Uh, no, nothing like uh, tree. Nothing like the uh, lumberjack. Oh yeah, like we had. No kidding. Um, but in college, a Noah uh, Michelson had an eleventh place after his second place finish. So eleventh place at the X Factor. Like I said, it's not it's not it's not hard to write it off. Like just say ah X Factor, throw it out. And hopefully they'll do that and we'll be discouraged. And also kind of messed up your bracket a little bit in college B, uh, Keegan Walker got a 10th place. Yeah. And you picked him to be first. Yeah. Had second place in the last after or before the X Factor and just shit the bed. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Maybe he did. Maybe he did. Because no, listen, no one would have noticed because yeah. he was so muddy. <laughs> oh yeah. God. I promise you, if you ever had a race where you had to like, you know, <laughs> do something unpleasant, that was the one. <laughs> My Lord. Yeah, that's it. The only two disasters in PM. Not too bad. We we are a pretty good group. So you're gonna say like, "Hey, Dad, what's coming up this weekend?" So what's oh, it? What's I, our, you what's our, to... I do. What's our intro? I was just gonna say, "Yeah, tell me about the weekend. What do we got? We got a couple races coming up." Yeah. So this next segment uh, is our hardcore sliding into the weekend. It's brought to you by DP Brakes. This segment of the Hardcore Harvey Motorsports Quad Racing Podcast, Life Behind the Pros, is brought to you by DP Brakes. The first, the best, the leader in centered brake technology. Here at Hardcore Harvey Motorsports, there's only one thing capable of putting a stop to our racing, and that's DP brakes. DP pads deliver the kind of high mileage and acceptable braking we need in muddy, wet, sandy racing conditions. DP brakes, leaving all other brake pads far behind. For more information or to purchase DP brakes, please visit dp-brakes.com. Yeah, so we're sliding into the weekend. Yeah, Special we, weekend too, Clay. Mother's Day's coming Mother's up. Mother's Day's coming up. So listen, we also want this to kind of be a public service announcement. Yeah, because I know, I, at least I do. I need a reminder every now and again when Mother's Day's coming up, right around the corner, give yeah. her a call, give her some chocolates or something. Absolutely, man. So, Appreciate social media for that too because you right. know it kind of keeps you, so you don't, you know, don't forget. So, but listen, if, if your moms are like Clay's grandma and my mom, they value you, uh, you spending some time with them as much as anything you're going to ever get them. Right. So, you know, I know that there's racing this weekend, but don't forget to spend a little time with your mom. Yeah, and if, you, if you're busy, just give her a call. They, yeah, they love that stuff. Exactly. So, hey, mom out there, we love you. All right, so this weekend on Saturday, May 11th, the New East Coast Series is actually uh, racing at the Rivers Raceway in Terrata, West Virginia. That's a double points race. Terrata. They're going to tear you out of first place. Yeah, and that's ex actually, that's where Hardcore Harvey Motorsports is headed this weekend. Nice. Yeah, so we're going to go run the East Coast Series with Ronnie Paul. Uh, also this weekend is the uh, Wexer Series. Uh, that's at Husted Hills in Amesville, Ohio. And then on Sunday, on Mother's Day, the Mountain State Hair Scramble Series is running 
at Pleasance Creek Raceway in Grafton, West Virginia. You know what's unique about that? What's that? Grafton is the site of the first Mother's Day. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, how about that for some trivia, huh? There you go. How about that? So they're not racing this weekend, but there's a race series I want to give a shout out. Is there like a mom's race series? Or no, no. Like there's a race. Listen, I want to, I'm going okay. to one of these races this year. Okay. And, and you know what? It, it, I don't care. I'm going just because of their name. Oh, no. So I want to send a shout out to the Knock'em Stiff oh. Ridge Runners Racing Series. <laughs> What's so special about this race series? Just because I, of the no, name? I, just, I, I love the name. <laughs> okay. I love the name. <laughs> That's good marketing because if you, if you come up with a good name, people like you will Abs just come just absolutely. because of the name. <laughs> so, you know, plus those guys have hit me up on social media. Some I've talked with some of them just through Messenger and, and back and forth. Super nice guys. They're super excited about the idea of us kind of coming down and supporting their series. Uh -huh. um, I've even talked to Adam McGill about going, the Gator, see if I could drag him to, <laughs> you know, to, to this uh, to this fairly small, maybe a little bit more unknown race series. Right. But, dude, when I look at the pictures online, it looks like a blast. When you go, you got to get some knock em stiff shirts so we can I, give them away. Oh, that the would show. be awesome. Yeah. So, and also while we're there, like one of the goals I sent, I sent the guy that I thought was like involved with the series that, you know, when we go to these different race series, my goal is to also be able to promote them on the show here right. as part of the podcast and like also do some interviews while we're there. Yeah, that'd be so cool. when we do that, it's not just to go race. We want to actually help support right. and promote these series. So, so, Hey guys at the knock em stiff, uh, Ridge runners, we're, we're coming your way at some point this summer. <laughs> so that's been our, uh, our hardcore Harvey motorsports sliding into the weekend segment. Yeah. Clay, where are we going from here? Well, I think, I think that's about it. We got a couple of things coming up next episode. We're going to do our rolls and picks next episode all in one. Okay. Um, we're not going to do that this time. We'll, we'll make sure to roll and then put up the, the brackets on Facebook like we normally do and add uh, promote uh, the goggles, hopefully, if they come in time. Okay, got it. Um, so we got a couple rider spotlights set up. Right. We got a couple interviews coming up the pipeline. Yep, for episode seven. Right. Um, yeah, and then we'll actually do a little bit of lead up to the John Penton. Awesome. And the next round of GNCC at Milford, Ohio. And it's always a very popular round. Um, man, they've been racing there for, man back when i was racing in the early in the early 90s we were racing there so got some longevity on its yeah. side plus they were racing there before i started racing yeah. so it's been, <laughs> it's, the been John, it's been a minute yeah john penton's always a, always a really pretty popular track so and the other great thing about the john penton is it's not very far away it's only about 90 <laughs> yeah. it's only it's only about 90 minutes from here well considering the long haul you had to do for x factor i think it's i well, think it's a time exactly so like the guys who are down south they know early in the season they kind of get the short trips right but as the season progresses we're kind of thankful that the races start coming <laughs> back this way <laughs> all right so clay episode six in episode the six what we call it in the can in the can so um <laughs> Yeah, kind of a couple things as we wrap up, Clay, just for this this episode. I do want to uh, send a, a one more thank you, shout out to Ronnie Paul at the East right. Coast Series. Uh, Ronnie gave us our first trivia question for the show. Right. And he gave us four gate passes. It was very and, generous. And absolutely. So we had four guys that actually sent us the correct answer at the last episode. And they actually got into Ronnie Paul's race, uh, last race at the, uh, at the power plant. They got in free. Uh -huh. So, folks, we're going to try to continue to have race series uh, participate in that way where we can give away right. some gate passes and things like that. Uh, also want to one more shout out and thank you to Larry Mills, DP Brakes, um, also Jason and the 9-2 crew for you know what they're getting ready to do with us here in the future as well. Um, special thank yous real quick 
I know he told me he didn't want me to do this, oh, God. but I do want to send a shout out to uh, my son, Xile, the stat man. Um, <laughs> he just actually finished his nursing program, yep. and you passed your final test, yep. and now you're a free man. I am a free man. The school owns me no longer. So congratulations. Thank you very you're much. You're getting ready to move on with your career now. I am. So real quick, what, what's your plans? Well, right now I'm planning a, a big camping trip. <laughs> That's right. A month, a 28 day long camping trip because I haven't been able to go camping. I haven't been able to go Spartan racing. I haven't been able to really train to do anything because in the program, if you hurt yourself, which most of those activities are are accident prone, you can't, you can't perform your duties and you are you're pretty much kicked out. Huh. So, so you, basically you couldn't quad race. It wouldn't be a good choice. For no, you not, not at this point. <laughs> okay. Not at this point. Um, but now I can, I can do whatever I want. So cool. I'm going camping for 28 days straight. So you guys are going to miss me for a little bit. Maybe I'll call in if I have service and yes. do some picks or so something. Yeah, so speaking of that, we're planning on having Clay honestly call in just like like a rider spotlight, but he's right. going to be, you know, like a camper a, spotlight, a host, a host spotlight. <laughs> and we're actually going to ha- try to have a couple other uh, guest uh, co-hosts um, on the show as well. So we're going to, we're working on some things for that as well. I also want to send a shout out uh, to my stepdaughter, Cameron Smith. Um, she's just now, she's yep. just graduating from Doddridge County High School. And she just received a couple of very special scholarships at Senior Awards Day uh, yesterday. So we're real proud of her accomplishments. And so, Cameron, we want to also wish you well and tell you congrats on all your accomplishments as well. And she's currently uh, at regional track meet trying to qualify for the states in pole vault and four before this and four by eight this and all this jibber jabber and sound like me trying to talk about quad racing exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> four by something yeah something something 35 c i just whatever. i just know she goes down there and runs so <laughs> anyway oh, folks hey uh we definitely appreciate the uh, podcast audiences continuing to grow yeah uh, we every had, day. yeah we had like 700 plus listeners uh last time so we want, uh, please, folks, continue to spread the word and help us uh, spread uh, the information about this. And we hope everybody's still enjoying it. If you have ideas, I definitely want to do an, an upcoming episode, Clay. I want to do our first unique racer nickname segment. Like I want to listen. I nicknamed Darius. That was my breakthrough. <laughs> well, like, yeah, but we da- named Darius we, the Danger Zone Dillard. That's right. We named him though. Yeah. So I want somebody who already has a name. Oh, to, to come talk to about tell it. us okay. about how they I got, got their name. So yeah, so if any of you know a great racer nickname out there, and you know somebody that's willing to hit me up on Messenger or give us a call or whatever, be a call in guest. We we want to start doing a, a quick segment on unique racer nicknames. Yeah, the the funnier and more embarrassing, the better the better. Yeah. yeah, the crazier the better. Yeah, so definitely, but I'm, no. Darius the Danger Zone Dillard. That was a that's good that that's was a solid. Good yeah, and you know I know after the show I talked to him. He loves it. Yeah. He's eating it up, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. So he's like, he's getting like race jerseys and stuff, like, you know, with the danger zone on. That's awesome, man. So he's planning on like when he comes out of the race trailer, he's going to play that uh, Top Gun song. Oh, that's the awesome. The danger zone. You know, he's, he's got all kind of stuff playing. Oh, man. I'm so, glad yeah. I could do that for him. Well, Clay, hey, I know you're getting ready to go on your trip. So have a blast. I'm hoping actually I can sneak away and spend a part of your trip with you. And yeah. to do some of that with you as well. But folks, thanks so much for listening to episode six. So Clay. Episode six. In the can. In the can. We out, man. We out. So for the XCLA, the stat man. We'll see you next time. See you next time. We'd like to thank everyone for joining us and hope you enjoyed it enough to stop back next week. We'd love to hear your feedback, ideas, and suggestions for racers we can highlight. Remember, we are looking for dirt dominators 
and dirt disaster stories to feature each week, as well as unique racer nicknames and the stories behind them. If you're a race promoter, contact us to feature your series and talk about upcoming tracks. Whatever your contributions might be, please contact us via email at jtharvey918 at gmail.com or look us up on social media, JT Harvey on Facebook, Harv918 on Instagram, and HawkeyesWV on Twitter. Please like and share us, as well as let other racers know about our show. Until next week, we hope your quads stay clean, your tracks stay perfect, and your blessings be many. This has been a Hardcore Harvey Motorsports presentation of Life Behind the Pros. We'd like to thank everyone for joining. There you go. In the can.